0: Welcome to the Entrepreneur's Cafe, where master business coach Erica Ross Krieger and her special guests teach you how to create true entrepreneurial wealth from the inside out. Grab your favorite podcast beverage and get ready for the Entrepreneur's Cafe. Now here's your host, Erica Ross Krieger.
1: Hello and welcome to the cafe, my dear wealthies. Get ready to be inspired. Since we're all about creating true entrepreneurial wealth from the inside out here in the cafe, I've invited today's guest to pour us a big old serving of entrepreneurial business development tips and inspiration, particularly around online marketing. Let me introduce him. Jim Kaspari, CEO of Peak Business Coaching, is the author of Peak Profits, 47 Latest SEO Secrets to Get More Traffic from Google, Peak Profits Business Journal, and Olympic Gold Medalist Quotes. He's spoken on stages across the U.S. and in Australia on small business marketing and was recently published on Forbes.com. He worked for Genentech for 20 years as a chemical engineer, automation and systems analyst, training manager, and leader of 20 internal consultants, saving the company millions of dollars by investing well in real estate and helping start businesses while he was working, he was able to retire a millionaire at age 44. He's been a business coach since 2005, has coached over 500 clients in nine different countries, and he loves helping others with business development. Jim Kaspari is an amazing coach, as I very well know firsthand, and I'm honored to call him my friend. Welcome, Jim Kaspari.
2: Oh, my God. It is such an honor and privilege to be here. (laughs) How are you doing, Erica?
1: I am doing great, Jim. I am so happy to play with you today. Listen, we have entrepreneurs here in the cafe who would love to hear from you. Talk about, you know, it's overwhelming in the online marketing space. So how do we laser focus there? And I'd love you to take that on or anything related
2: to it if you'd like. Wow. That is... It's a great question. It's also a timely issue with COVID. More businesses need higher visibility online and access and and, in a safe way to their clients. I get this all the time and I even feel it myself. There's so many choices. There's so many gurus, so many experts, so many tactics.
1: Yeah. Where do we
2: start? Uh, Like where, where the heck do you start? And, and, a lot of people come to me and say, Hey, Jim, can you, can you make a Facebook business page for me? And and the answer is yes. (laughs) (laughs) I've, I've learned that one of the keys to business is give people what they want and then build trust, build a relationship, build confidence in them that you can help them and then offer what they really need. And Today, we're just going to jump into <laughs> what we all really need. And, and, you know, a Facebook business page is great, but I've yet to meet an entrepreneur that that's the number one thing to start with and that that's the number one leveraged tool that's going to get them the results that they want. It's a small piece of a, an arsenal, if you will, of tools that you can use. So the, the number one step, and I know we've all heard this before, but I'm, I'm going to say it again because it's so important, is narrowing down your target market. And I even sense this resistance in myself. I want to help everybody. I want right. to serve everybody. Can can everybody benefit from my services? Just about, yes. But it's about making your life easier. If you narrow down your target market to two, three, five, maybe maximum 10% of the population, you're going to have more confidence your marketing efforts time energy and money is going to get you 10 times the results than if you don't and i don't know if i mentioned confidence but confidence and effective marketing tactics and messaging comes from this one exercise and the thing that you can sleep easily with is knowing that you can narrow down your target market to 1% of the population and it's, it's hundreds of thousands of people, if not millions of people. And just because your marketing tactics and message are going to these people doesn't mean you say no to people outside of that. And I think that helps people with this exercise. So, you know, if you're a coach, you know, you can narrow it down to one sex or the other doesn't mean you don't serve the other sex, but that's 50% right there. And then are they people in jobs? Are they people that are entrepreneurs? That can narrow it down a lot. But if they're an entrepreneur, what kind of entrepreneur are they? Startups? or Are they people that want to grow their business or are they people that want that have grown their business and things aren't as efficient? So they want, you know, you're the, the master at streamlining and, and making things efficient. So, Get down to what's, what's your passion? What's your gift? What were you put on the planet for? And who can you make the biggest delta for? So like before they meet you, after they work with you, what's the biggest change? That's the easiest sell. You can charge more for it. And you can comfortably be the expert in your niche. So that's step one.
1: Thanks, Jim. That's, you know, so many people that I talk to are worried about, Nishing down or you know, targeting because they're afraid at scarcity thinking, really afraid they're gonna lose out. But like you said, just a small percentage is still hundreds and thousands of people.
2: Yeah. And you are truly the expert at the the inner game, the mind game. And so you're gonna be really help people out with, with us having this message together. So I think that's a beautiful thing.
1: All right. What should they do next?
2: The next thing is to is to crush the competition.
1: <laughs> Love it. Okay. How do we do that?
2: <laughs> so a lot of us have heard about USP, Unique Selling Proposition. It could also be talked about as the market domineering position. Well, you want your inner truth mentally, physically, the services, the products you provide, your customer service to be better than the competition. And this doesn't mean that you have to bend over backwards and, and do cartwheels for people. But what it means is we really focus on what matters. And so a lot of people use platitudes as a marketing message. So when I, when I think about USP, I think about IR and EP. So IR and you might want to write this down, IR stands for internal reality. And then EP is really your marketing message. That's external perception. And the platitudes I'm talking about is 9 out of 10 business owners saying almost identically the same thing on their websites, in their infomercials, etc. Platitudes don't have us stand out from the competition. So you want your internal reality to be truly better than the competition. And I'll just use a couple quick examples. Okay. So there's a, a daycare center out in Arizona and there's, you know, everybody and their brother and sister have a daycare center. You know, right? <laughs> so they, they were like, well, we actually want to have a business that, that serves a certain target market and is the best. Like, kids are a treasure. Like that's their, you know, like that's the biggest deal in their parents' life pretty much. Right. Right. And you can't just trust your kids to anybody. And, and, and yes, there are people that have a tight budget and, and they, they are in a position where they have to trust their kids to, to just about anybody. But they said, let's cater to, you know, older people that have waited a while to have kids or dual income and they can afford really the best daycare and so they have, a, you know, they have a nice home, a nice area to run their business. They set up some closed circuit cameras that the parents can log into. That's not a huge expense. It's not a huge, super complicated um, endeavor. And then they also changed the menu so that it was, a, it was a bit healthier, but the kids still liked it and ate it. And then they changed the videos around to more educational give the kids a leg up. You know, parents that are that are professionals, they want their kids to have the best. They want their kids to have a leg up, even going into kindergarten. So, you know, they interviewed their clients, they narrowed down the market, and then they changed the internal reality. It wasn't a huge expense, but like, how many daycares do that out of out of a hundred? How many? I, probably not that many. Right. So now, now their internal reality is better than the competition. They have a narrow target market. And the external perception, guess what? Three bullet points they can put on their website. And then when the the right customer lands on their website, they're like, wow, this is I can sleep at night. I can, you know, take a lunch break and I can check on my little Bobby here, Suey, (laughs) Susie.
1: So that was really helpful for me to hear because when you were talking about internal reality, I thought you were talking about something inside my head. You're talking about the inner workings of my business, really like the guts of that daycare business and and the qualities that they bring like that, the video. Absolutely.
2: And you bring up a really good point that the inner internal reality starts with our mind. So one being committed to being the best to providing the best services, the best products. And that's the number one marketing tool. Word of mouth comes from that. It's the number one marketing tool, no matter what happens with online marketing or, technology, it's going to continue to be the number one marketing tool. So let's all do ourselves a favor and work on step number two and just ask the powerful questions. You know, what are people complaining about with my competitors? What are my competitors not offering? What are some creative solutions that would make the customer experience better? So yeah, the internal reality can absolutely come from the mind.
1: Got it. And so in this way, we're crushing the competition. Exactly. Love it.
2: <laughs> Don't tell anybody.
1: All right. I got
2: it. I won't. I will.
1: Yes. I'll tell everybody. <laughs> All right. So now what do we got?
2: So now, now you know who you're serving. You know how you're s- serving them. And. I could go into a lot of details on search engine optimization and all the factors that that help out with that. But again, I just like breaking things down into simple experiential things that we can all understand. And Google's algorithm is, is maintained, designed by thousands of engineers working full time. So it's truly artificial intelligence but it's designed to mimic the human experience on your website. So some of the factors like how many pages they visit, how long do they stay on your site? What's the bounce rate? You know, meaning somebody comes on your site and within a few seconds, they're like, no, this isn't it. Boom, they're gone. So those are just a few of the criteria and indicators telling me that Google is looking for a user experience that's positive, and when we look at it that way, we can break down the design of your homepage on your website to a simple model. And then this model can be extrapolated to any copy. It could be a flyer. It could be a postcard. So again, I love simple models that are highly effective. So you want somebody, when they come to their website, they want, you, want them to, you want to grab their attention. So that's number one. I know
1: that that's a strong suit of yours is helping people with, with that. So you want to grab their attention.
2: Yeah. So let's say, well, since we're using numbers for each topic, we'll use A. A, attention-grabbing headline.
1: Okay. <laughs> and
2: you've heard the adage, and I don't know if it was Mark Twain or who, but, you know, you spend half the time writing an article on the headline because you want people to write that, read the article. So it's good to to spend some creative juices and time and energy on your attention-grabbing headline, bold statement, powerful question. So that's A. B is compassionately relate to the main problem that they have.
1: So say more about that.
2: You can use the word challenge as well as problem because people don't like to (laughs) have problems, but they sure like to have them fixed. So it would be like on my website. Um, are you, are you confused about all the marketing options? You know, would you rather just relax and have it done for you effectively? So what I combined right there was I compassionately relate to their, their problem or challenge it could be mental, it could be physical, it could be financial. And then I went into what's in it for them. You know, would you like blank? So You want to, and when I say compassionately relate to their problem, you don't say something like, boy, do you look fat in that dress? (laughs) You know, you say, you know, have you, have you struggled with losing weight and tried everything? Yeah. That's may, may not be the, the best hook, but compassionately relate to their problem. And, and a little backstory on how do you get this interview 10 to 20 past clients, future clients, potential clients, and just ask them, what are the, you know, what are the biggest challenges or or frustrations or problems in, in your business, in your life, you know, whatever your business is, is serving. And when you, when you hear common words, common phrases, common problems, then you know, you have the right marketing message. So, market research, surveys, it's a great way to get out there, it's a great way to get new clients without, you know, a threatening approach to anybody, but compassionately relate to their problem is is b. Okay. And then c is offer them what they want. <laughs> What's in it for them? And I break that down into results, benefits, and emotions. What emotions can you take them from and to that problem and so what's in it for them? Say
1: those again.
2: Results. Yep. Benefits. Yep. And emotions. And I love that you're taking notes. This is <laughs> an interview. This is great. Um, so results, benefits, and moments. What's in it for them? And just a few bullet points. And again, when you talk to 20 people, you're going to have statistically significant knowing that you're saying the right thing for 70, 80% of the people that land on your site. So now we grab their attention. We said, hey, we can solve this problem. Here's your dream. And now you want a clear call to action, a CTA, call to action. How do they get started? You know, risk-free, obligation-free. How do they get a, a free download and get on your email list? Or how do they get a free consultation? You know, something, something, it's not a big hurdle. They don't have to think about it, but it's so enticing. It's so valuable. It's irresistible that they're willing to give their name and email or call you.
1: Oh, that, that, sure. For a call to action, download, call you. Yep.
2: Right. Exactly. And the last piece after that, there's a couple of things. But is that, there, is
1: there an E here or is this a whole nother tip?
2: No, these are like E and F, but you okay. can leave them in wherever appropriately. So that's really a four-step model, A, B, C, D. And then social proof. So it could be five-star reviews, could be testimonials, could be success stories, and overcoming their objections. So if, you're, if you've been good at sales, you've made sales, you're probably good at dancing with people's objections and putting that in words. Somewhere near the call to action button or phone number or whatever it is, is is a good idea. So I like to keep the model really simple, but it's good to know those last two pieces just to get your conversion ratio higher.
1: Why all of this is just so fascinating to me and our listeners probably right now as well is no. A lot of the entrepreneurs in the cafe have been successful entrepreneurs, and some of them, as we're recording this, we're still in the midst of the pandemic, had to do some, you know, fancy pivoting, as you say, or shifting, and kind of reinvent or recreate, and all of it, all their marketing, and it's timely, right? Because they want it to be even more succinct and powerful now,
2: And this model works when times drastically change like they have recently.
1: Yeah. Well, Jim, that is such great info. I I can't wait to hear the next tip. Uh, What we're going to do is take a quick break, and then we'll come back and hear more about marketing and some other ideas you've got. So, Wealthy Community, let's pause here, and we'll hear from today's sponsor. They are my friends at Turnkey Podcast. All right, we'll be back.
0: Hey, I loved uh, standing a chance or spending a moment with uh, with Erica Ross Krieger on her show, The Entrepreneur's Cafe. And uh, because I was on Erica's show, I am providing to her community, The Entrepreneur Cafe community, a podcasting toolkit. So if you want to get a toolkit, understanding how to get into podcasting, why podcasting might be for you, or if you are podcast curious and just thinking about podcasting as a part of your future, uh, we're providing the toolkit free of charge because you're in Erica's community. You'll receive, as a part of the toolkit, our Be a Great Guest workshop. So you'll learn whether you're a good guest or a good host, better of which of those two things that you want to get into. Plus, you'll receive Secrets of Successful Podcasters Revealed, which is our ebook. And then finally, you'll also get, as a part of the toolkit, a 30 minute podcast strategy session to discover how podcasting, either as a guest or a host, can be used as a high visibility tool for you and your business go to turnkeypodcast.com forward slash toolkit. That's turnkeypodcast.com forward slash toolkit or check the link in the show notes.
1: Okay, we're back with Jim Kaspari, CEO of Peak Business Coaching. Jim, we just talked about some great tips. I can't wait to hear the others. Why don't you recap for us what we just covered?
2: Absolutely. Well, we started with the overall topic is how to go from confusion to laser focus in your online or digital marketing. So we went back to the basics. We went to the foundation and talked about narrowing down your target market. Then we talked about the web USP or your business USP, unique selling proposition, market domineering position, and and how to do that. The last piece we talked about, was google's algorithm how do you get your site ranked better how to get more visitors how to get them to stay on your site and do what you want them to do and so we took the the user web experience and broke that down into a copywriting model or a structural model for your homepage that we we covered in quite a bit of detail i won't go into yeah yeah
1: but but that was in general what we did so what's next
2: Well, we talked about there being dozens or hundreds of tactical choices, depending on which expert you listen to. Would you agree that I could make a list of at least 50 things that I should, you know, quote, should be doing online? Oh, my
1: gosh. Oh, yeah. I I can rattle off 15 right now that are sitting on my (laughs) brain. Like, okay, do I put my banner up on LinkedIn? Do I create a landing page for my freebie should i go on this social media platform
2: yeah or facebook do you use your personal page or your business page or you write blog posts or do you have a podcast or <laughs> you know oh or, yeah or,
1: podcast <laughs> or,
2: and again uh, i'm the uh, I'm the <laughs> genius of making things as simple as possible um because that's what that's what works in the there's all kinds of technical jargon and language we can use with online marketing, but it doesn't, it just makes people's eyes roll back in their heads. (laughs) So I want to keep this really simple in it. So what I say may sound really obvious, but my intention is to help as much as possible as clearly as possible. And so with hundreds of choices online, where do you go? Where do you start? And again, I go back to surveying or finding data for your target market. So we talked about narrowing down your target market and the questions that will help with this are, you know, either asking them or asking yourself, where do they hang out? And less so nowadays, where do they hang out physically, but where where do they shop? Nowadays, it's where do they shop online or what websites do they visit? Or what or
1: web do podcasts do they listen to?
2: Or absolutely. That's right? a super good point. Yeah. The Entrepreneur's Cafe is one of the latest and greatest <laughs> that I've heard of. But it, it's really as simple as that, is narrowing down. You know, if if I'm serving baby boomers, you know, there's there's some – amazing, especially in the San Francisco Bay Area, technic, technically savvy elder people. And I include myself in that that batch. So nobody be offended, please. But there's a lot of people that that aren't on Instagram or, you know, so you want to go where they hang out and get your, it's really being visible and getting your opportunity using that copywriting model that we talked about earlier out to the right people.
1: Yeah, that's, that's an important piece,
2: now, given a bunch of choices, I think a lot of a lot of your audience and people you really help, Erica are coaches, coaches, yes. consultants, and we do well by establishing credibility, getting people results coming from our heart, playing full out. but credibility is is a factor that's really important for coaches and consultants. And so information products are a way to leverage your business and to to take that wonderful information in your brain and get it out to your your clients and make some passive income. Books are basically an expensive uh, business card, also gains huge credibility, also takes your purpose on the planet and gets it out to more people. Like I can only coach so many people on -on one-on-one. Um, but I could do group coaching. The re- why am I bringing up these leverage points like books and information products, or
1: or courses that they can create? I've done a course on that, or mm-hmm. group
2: coaching. Like those are ways that we as as coaches and consultants can help more people. You know, that's how we get more points on the planet with God. No, <laughs> <laughs> so, you go.
1: or more yeah. or more clicks on your website, or
2: karma, or yeah. But here's a model that I love. Okay. And we're saving this for last. It's like the coup de grace. It is so flipping cool.
1: Okay, now even before I get to ask you some personal stuff, because I want to know some personal stuff too. Oh but, lord. Oh lord. We'll, we'll,
2: we'll probably run out of time before the personal nah. stuff.
1: <laughs> All right, let's go there. <laughs> let's Just, go to the let's go to the piece de resistance.
2: Okay, here we go. If you've ever wondered, if you've ever gone willy nilly and created content because you're supposed to create content, then this message is for you. You can, you can reverse engineer a book or an information product, or you can create a book or information product from content. It can work either way. But here's the deal. Here's the coolest thing in the world. You can take, let's say I take a, a book and I break it up into 10 chapters. Each chapter is three or four blogs. Now, all I have to do is get the book title and the book title can come from that initial research we did with your target market with the benefits and the problem that you solve. And you can write a book based on that research, right? And most of us have worked with enough people that, that we have the credibility or we've had enough life experience where we can come up with that content. So just coming up with a 10 chapter outline gives you fodder for 30 or 40 blogs. Now guess what? What You can take that blog and you can create some slides, record it on Zoom. Now you have an audio that you can use on your podcast. You can take the video, And either transcribe it and create a blog, reverse engineering it, or you already have your blog. And then the video can be posted on YouTube, which Google owns, by the way, hint, hint, and embed that in your blog. So now you have a content creation strategy that's getting you a lot of the things that Google likes from an SEO perspective and that your site visitors like from gathering information and finding solutions and it's highly, highly, highly leveraged. You can create books, you can create information products and get that passive income that we all want from a financial freedom perspective.
1: I love that. And and I think I'll also go so far as to say, I think there are a lot of people here in the cafe who have thought about all of that, perhaps. Oh yeah, I need to, or I want to write write a blog and then I'll, I'll record it and then I'll need to get it transcribed and then I'll do a video. But then they get overwhelmed with where to start. Now, I've done a lot of episodes here so far on tapping and and your inner mindset. But I think it's important to say a good coach, hint Jim, like you, who can help you be accountable to yourself, to the person's self, And take it one step at a time. Like, so they don't get overwhelmed with the whole thing. It's like today, just go write the blog. Tomorrow, go or go interview the people. The next day, then go, you know, shoot the video. But I think that another piece of this whole equation is and get yourself a darn good coach like Jim to help you with that strategy because even
2: that's overwhelming, right? Absolutely, and and I sit down with people, and we go through all these steps, and we come up with a a very manageable calendar. You know, like I I like running, biking, skiing, backpacking. There's the personal
1: music. stuff I was going to ask I, you about.
2: <laughs> I play music. Like this isn't about making money; it's about helping people, and it's about having high quality of life. So you're really nailing it. You you know when you're saying you know let's just, it's like a car driving down the road at night with the headlights. You can only see so far, right? but you have this plan of driving from San Francisco to New York city, but you don't have to worry about one little piece at a time. So I'm, I'm more than happy to help people with the overall strategy to break it down into bite-sized chunks that will get you to where you want to go.
1: You'll also do, I heard you Um, Before we started recording, you mentioned doing a um, website analysis. So tell us what that would entail and what you're
2: offering. Absolutely. I'd love to give a free gift as gratitude for being on this wonderful show. Thank you. And if anybody is interested, I will take a look at your website and compassionately give some tips for improvement. I can give five to seven tips in 10 to 15 minutes that will rock your world. And where people are missing the boat, they're doing all this work, but the user experience isn't what it could be. And then so people are bouncing on your site. And so I'm happy to do that for free. And if you just go to summitbusinessmarketing.com, summit, two M's, one t. I'll put that marketing. in the show notes, Jim. Okay, great. I'll make sure
1: I, I put it in the show notes.
2: And on the very top of the site, there's a button that says, sign up for your free, free website analysis and just fill it out. And I'm more than happy to help people with that.
1: Oh, well, that's so sweet. Great, great offer. Yeah, I'll make sure that that is in the show notes. So we've covered a lot of territory, but there's one thing I want to hear more about. I'm fascinated by the book you did about quotes from Olympian athletes. And you interviewed these people and I'm sure you've got a couple of great stories, but I'd like to know either what was your favorite. I mean, it's hard because you interviewed them and there's probably a lot, but maybe what's your favorite quote or what was your favorite story or person you interviewed in that and and why?
2: oh my gosh so i have a book that's out on amazon olympic gold medalist quotes and that'll be really fun for the olympics next year and the reason i wrote this book is because as a child i think i was 10 years old uh, i was watching the olympics with my dad just sitting on the couch watching the olympics and my dad was into running before it was even popular and he's 86 now and still competes in track and field but wow, my mom brought home a pair of running shoes, which was a wonderful surprise. And they were, they were blue and white. And I think they were Pumas. And they had white shoelaces. And I asked my mom if she would go to the store and buy me red shoelaces so that the shoes would be red, white, and blue. So I okay, had a dream cute. of making the Olympic team from a young age. And, and I, I, was, I was pretty small, pretty light. Uh, not necessarily super coordinated. So I got cut from almost every sports team, but I was a really good runner and ended up doing quite well in high school. I held a a course record for 21 years. Uh, I won the conference championships in college. And then I went on to train for the Olympic trials for 10 years in the marathon. And the lessons that I learned through sports help me to this day in success and it helps me help my clients and i just want every kid that that has any kind of athletic gift to follow the path of athleticism to learn life lessons and team and communication and that's why i wrote this book so i would love to get it into more schools and 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 just inspire today's youth uh, and related to that and related to entrepreneurs we have, we have a huge responsibility, um, a lot to do. <laughs> we're we're going to get to the point where we're on our business and we have the financial and time freedom we want. But for now, I'm going to quote Muhammad Ali, a boxer. He said, he who is not courageous enough to take risks, he or she who is not courageous enough to take risks will accomplish nothing in life. So I encourage us all on a daily basis to take brave, courageous action.
1: That's that's wonderful. And you know, what's so great about that is brave, courageous action can be anything from, hey, I'm going to bravely and courageously ask Jim for some feedback on my website because that's going to take <laughs> guts to sit back. And, and you know what oh, I absolutely. mean? Or it could be... Absolutely. And I think that we sometimes stop before we go do something huge, and realize that even one step is is brave and courageous sometimes. So
2: it, it is huge, and it can be slightly uncomfortable. But whatever has stopped us in the past, I have a T-shirt that says "Just Start It."
1: Oh, I you love. Know, I love <laughs> kind that.
2: Kind of based on Nike's, but sometimes just do it is too overwhelming. So just start it.
1: See that, that, maybe that's what we'll, we'll title this uh, talk, right? Confused about yeah. marketing, just online marketing, just start it. Right. <laughs> Great. Well, Jim, my dear, I wanna thank you so much for spending time with us and I will now talk to the community and again, thank you, Jim, for being here. My pleasure. Okay, wealthies, always remember that success is in your nature. True wealth is built from the inside out And as we heard from our guest, Jim Kaspari today, just start. Start small, take brave, courageous action. All that is a key part of entrepreneurship. Now, all of Jim's information, including access to his free website analysis, will be right here in the show notes. Many thanks to Jim for being here today and to our sponsor, Turnkey Podcast. Okay, podcast team, take us
0: out. Thanks for listening to the Entrepreneur's Cafe podcast. If you like the show, please rate, recommend, and review us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts so we can spread the positivity and the love of entrepreneuring from the inside out. Until next time, my friends, listen to your big entrepreneurial heart, follow your passion, take that inspired action, and be boldly and brilliantly you. You can get more valuable advice and inspiration from Erica's free Entrepreneur's Toolkit, over at EricaRossCoach.com forward slash toolkit.